President Obama is making a suggestion that may be a good idea or not. We'll get your take on it. And his suggestion is that the United States of America should consider adopting mandatory voting rules. Now, right now, the Republicans driving off the road because they don't like anything with a mandate, (laughs) especially after the Affordable Care Act. Here is the president's explanation of the potential benefits of having such in the United States, having mandatory voting. Here's President Barack Obama. I I don't think I've ever said this publicly, but I'm going to go ahead and say it now. Um, We shouldn't shouldn't be making it harder to vote. We should be making it easier to vote. And um, what what I haven't said, I've said that publicly before. Um, So so my Justice Department is going to be vigorous in terms of trying to vote forced voting rights. I gave a speech down in Selma uh, at the 50th anniversary that was incredibly moving uh, for me and my daughters. And, and the notion that this day and age we would be deliberately trying to restrict the franchise makes no sense. And I th- at the state and local levels, that's, you can push back against that and make sure that we're expanding the franchise, not, not restricting it. Um, in Australia and some other countries, there's mandatory voting. It would, be, it would be transformative if everybody voted. That would counteract money more than anything. If, if everybody voted, then it would completely change the political map in this country. Because the people who tend not to vote are young, they're lower income, they're skewed more heavily towards immigrant groups and minority groups, uh, and you know, they're often the folks who are, they're scratching and climbing to get into the middle class and they're working hard. And there's a reason why uh, some folks try to keep them away from the polls. We should want to get them into the polls. So, so that may end up being a better strategy uh, in the short term. Well, you know, there are some people that just don't like that word mandate, okay? Uh, And the president did suggest that the United States should consider, this is not an executive order, this is not legislation, but we thought we'd talk about it on this Thursday afternoon with you. Keep in mind the number 8886-LESLIE. All right, now, the president suggested that the United States should consider adopting mandatory voting rules. We just played a little audio clip when he spoke at an event in Cleveland yesterday in which the president stated, that mandatory voting actually could be a feasible short-term solution to combat big money in politics, right? Why, you know, they wouldn't try and get more people to go out and vote because people would be mandated to go out and vote. And he talked about other countries, like he said, uh, that have mandatory voting. He talks about it being transformative if everybody voted, and I agree. I think, you know, when you have countries like Afghanistan, in which people literally risk their lives to vote, or Iran, literally risk their lives to vote. That it is such a privilege, yet also an obligation that we as Americans have. I mean, we love to gripe and moan and complain about the outcome of elections. Do we really have that right if we don't participate? Now, I know people don't like being forced, and certainly people don't want to be taxed or have a fee or a fine, a penalty, if they don't vote. But when Israel has 77% of those registered to vote voting, 
It's almost embarrassing to look at the numbers that we in the United States of America have. I mean, aren't we supposed to be the leaders in freedom and democracy? Don't we tout that and try and help other countries to become democracies like ours, even though we operate as a republic? Approximately 46% of registered voters vote. Between gerrymandering and, you know, these districts and the difficulties that more and more people find in being able to get to a place to vote, that would be put aside, wouldn't it? I mean, if everybody were mandated to vote, although that would scare the living bejesus out of Republicans, because, oh my God, that would mean more African Americans, Latinos, and young people voting than already do. And that number grows and grows fast. But it might be a good idea. Now, I I understand a lot of people don't like when the federal government tells you to do anything, you civil libertarian-minded people out there, but there are people that don't like that word mandate, especially after the Affordable Care Act. But it shouldn't be something that we maybe consider, right? I mean, other countries do have mandatory voting, and he cited Australia. There are 10 other countries, by the way, that do. He talked about people who tend not to vote who are young, right? He talked about people who are lower income. And he talks about how people who are in immigrant groups and minority groups are less apt to vote. He also talks about, and we know it's a reality, that these people in this segment of that population, the youth, the lower income, and the minorities, or immigrants, legal immigrants, well, Republicans want them to stay away from the polls. So some people feel that if the United States adopted mandatory voting rules, it would strongly, heavily benefit Democrats, which makes many Democrats very happy. CBS News reports that the national turnout rate for last year's, not the presidential election, we have higher turnout, but do you want to hear beyond embarrassing? 46% approximately for the last presidential election. Do you know what it was in the last midterm election? 36.3%. That's people voting for governors, House members, senators, you know, our body of Congress. Maybe not for president, but these are still key decision makers in our federal and state governments. Now, the president traveled to the presidential battleground state of Ohio. He criticized the House of Republicans' spending plan as one that offers a path to prosperity for those who've already prospered and no path to help hardworking middle-class people get ahead. The House GOP, as you know, unveiled its $3.8 trillion spending blueprint earlier this week. The president also accused Republicans of being stuck in the past, wedded to that concept of trickle-down economics, which we know trickles down to who and not beneficially. We learned that from the Reagan years. First couple of years were great, and then that trickle down did come. And that the proposing of tax breaks for the wealthy is like a broken record, and they want to cut Medicare and offer so- other social programs that actually help well-off uh, well people. Um, not the, uh, the less well-off people would get cut by that. Obviously, people well-off don't need uh, those uh, programs. And he talks about going forward. And he has in mind to go forward and, you know, just throwing it out there, just made a suggestion that the United States should, should, should consider adopting mandatory voting rules. And you heard what the president had to say. So let me ask you, 
Listen, let me put it out there to you. This is your show of for and by you. And this is your country and mine of for and by us. But how can that be if we don't participate in the very system that is a privilege that many countries fight for, that that privilege, I believe, the men and women that have and continue to go on the battlefield die and spill blood and are willing to die for our freedom, to have that as one of our freedoms, that we elect our officials to represent us on a state level and on a federal level. There are a lot of people that are eligible to vote that don't and aren't registered. And there are so many, the majority registered to vote, that do not. This needs to stop. This needs to change. Could that change be, and should that change be, a consideration to the president's suggestion that the United States adopt mandatory voting rules? So here are some questions I have for you. One, do you believe that if every eligible citizen voted in the United States of America, it would completely change the political spectrum? Would the political spectrum completely change if every eligible citizen in the United States voted? 8886-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Have politicians made it their goal to disenfranchise and disengage the public so that we don't turn out to vote? And they can continue to manipulate government. Many of us feel our vote doesn't count. Is that you? We are back. How you doing? I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back. Happy Thursday. Hour three here. Wide open telephones, 8886-LESLIE. And a lot of tweets on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. Follow me there. The President of the United States suggests that our nation should consider adopting mandatory voting rules. Good or bad idea? Agree or disagree? Like it? And do you believe that if every eligible citizen voted, it would completely change the political spectrum? And would it change for better or worse? How would it change? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543 is the number. Uh, let's go to Manny in Massachusetts, line one. Hi, Manny. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Hello, Leslie. Um, I kind of hard to call where to actually start. Uh, I, I think we should all be ashamed of ourselves because how many people actually vote in this country? Right. All the people that say they love this country but don't have the time to go out and vote, they should really be ashamed of themselves. And I think it should be a national holiday um, to go out and vote. I don't know why it's not a national holiday. It's so important. It should be a national no, no, holiday. That's a good point. That's another good point. If You, you know, because some people, you know, worry about getting to work or getting the time off from work. Everybody works different hours, and sometimes people work hours outside the time uh, that the, uh, you know, voting stations um, are open. That's a very good idea. So you think mandatory and day off so we can do it. Yes, and I also think there should be a fine if you don't vote. I'm not sure how much it should be, 25, 50 bucks, whatever it should be. But that money should go towards anybody who's uh, trying to run for office for, for, pub, for public money. That way we have more people who actually are running for office because the way it is now, you got to have a major backer to go ahead and run. Wow. You know, you, I, I, I'm still, you know, I'm still uh, bathing in the warmth of the day off. <laughs> and, I, and I say that because, no, I think it's a great idea. And your point is excellent. Anything else, Danny? I mean, I'm sorry, Manny. I renamed you Danny. Go ahead, Manny. <laughs> Anything else? Um, 
besides that, like I said, I think there should, should be some some kind of fine that you'll pay when you do your taxes for public finance. And so people, people who actually want to run but don't have a lot of backing, they could actually run now and they actually get their, their voices heard. Um, that's just, that's okay. pretty much it. Um, All right, and I agree, I agree with you. Anything else you said that's it? Okay, that's it. Thank you, Manny. Appreciate the call. Uh, let's go to Susie in New Mexico, Line 4. Susie, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. What do you think? Mandatory voting, yay or nay? I totally agree with the previous caller that there should be mandatory voting, and if you do not vote, there should be a fine, you know, 25 50 bucks, whatever, that you are fined for not voting. I think it would make a more honest democracy and it would help get money out of politics. I, I totally agree with everything he said. And I think uh, the uh, the day off would be perfect. Because right now they're trying to, what, restrict hours and all kinds of stuff. And that's uh, that's just not right. Other countries do this, and there's no reason we shouldn't. I agree. I, I No, I, I, I agree. Um, I think they can even start uh, legislating this at maybe the state level, you know, start with a grassroots, you know, program. That, that'll to, make uh, a lot of civil libertarians and, you know, anti-federal government types happy, right? Uh, I would hope not. That's, that's silly. <laughs> that's so silly. It's like, you know, to have the right to vote and to not vote, now, that that's not very patriotic is it you know well yeah i mean everybody talks about patriotism you know and there are there are many civilized western world developed nations like australia actually uh belgium australia bolivia greece i think uh, what finland i think finland's one of them too i'm not sure um uh compulsory voting uh here you go here is the list austria argentina australia belgium bolivia brazil chile costa rica cyprus dominican republic ecuador egypt fiji france for the senate only gabon uh greece guatemala honduras italy Liechtenstein, uh or Liechtenstein, uh, uh luxembourg mexico nauru paraguay peru philippines singapore switzerland thailand turkey and uruguay uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, if she has more to say, uh, Susie, we'll come back to her. If not, hang on, those of you holding. A line available when we finish with Manny for you to join us. And if Susie leaves us another, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And follow me on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. We are back. Welcome or welcome back. Only True Democracy and Talk Radio. Let's go to Alexandra in California, line one. Alexandra, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Hi. Hi. What's your take on this? Yeah, I think that um, a lot of things would change if if everybody voted, and I I truly believe it would change to the left. I'm originally from Los Angeles, and I've always been very interested in politics, but a lot of my friends, people I grew up with, um, they don't vote. And when I try to talk to them about it, they really just don't believe in the system. They believe things are rigged. They believe their vote wouldn't make a change, and I don't believe that's true. I believe if everyone voted, everybody's voice would be heard, and we would have more people um, in office who are people of, of different backgrounds and definitely more more women. I think um, we definitely need more women to represent um, 
our communities, everything from a local level to a national level. Um, I think our voices are not being heard, and voting is something that is very important. It's it's really, I think, if everyone would vote, it's really what would change the political climate that we're in now. Um, Yeah, I I agree with you. What do you think stops people from voting now, and do you think that you know, even if it was mandatory that, you know, a lot of people would, do you think a lot more people would come out if it was mandatory? Mm-hmm. I think it's it's a few things that stop people from voting now. I think one is some people, a lot of people don't even, it's, I guess, they, they don't, they're bombarded with sort of like TV political ads or, 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 or ads at home, but it's not something they feel pertains to them, even if it does. Um, I know, like, a lot of my friends, when, or a lot of just people I know growing up in, in L.A. And, and, and people, for example, in East L.A., I'm not saying that, they, that people who are citizens don't vote, but a lot of them just don't, don't think it's, they're going to make a difference. And um, I think a lot of people also, again, they think it's rigged. They think that... Um, their vote just doesn't count, and I think it's not a matter of them not wanting to do it, to do it, um, but I think it's a matter of them just thinking their vote doesn't count. And I also believe that um, our education system. I mean, in school, I, I was lucky enough to go to a private school. My my dad worked two jobs just to have me in a, a private school, and they did emphasize things like voting and, and, and how that makes a difference. But a lot of my friends really didn't even get that chance. They weren't educated on it. It wasn't stress, just like maybe even just so many things weren't. And I think it goes back to what, we, what we're what we taught is important. And um, it's I don't think it's something that's really stressed in a lot of schools, especially in minority communities or low-income communities. Um, so I, I can go on and on. I have so many thoughts about this but um it sounds like it's is it something you've thought about before because it sounds something that you know you have a lot to say about and you're passionate about i do i think growing up as a teenager and sort of not not the best community i always thought well uh the only way to change things i mean when certain certain laws are passed or even on on a local level even in like a city um, even from putting a, a stoplight somewhere where, you know, pe- kids get run over or something. I think I've always thought that why why can't we change these things? Why can't, what, why not? And I've seen, um, I've, I've, I've seen the power of, of the people. Um, actually, um, last year there was a, a, a bill passed that helped um, temporary workers who are, who are taken advantage of by, for example, there's a big company that has temp workers in it, and the big company isn't held accountable, and either is a temp agency if something goes wrong. And there was a group of workers um, that actually went to the state capitol and talked to to the the senate and the assembly members and really told their story and and how it how um, how difficult it was for them. And this bill actually passed, and it really passed just because of the hard work of these groups this group of workers their voice was heard and and now there's 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 this protection and so i've seen it happen on a very 
grassroots level and 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 I, I truly believe that it can happen on on a national level and if everybody's voices were to be heard um again i strongly believe the political climate in this country would change and and uh minority communities and more women laws would change to represent just people more people in general not just a certain group not just the one percent or not just um just certain groups that laws protect now so. all right excellent excellent points anything else no i just i just i just hope that we can get to a place where again from a young age education the education system can really help educate kids on how important it is i would i would love to be able to see i mean teenagers you know you can vote at 18 but i feel like getting teenagers and and preteens involved in the process is what's going to change things. I mean, when when the first time Obama got elected, there was a big change in sort of more a younger the youth voting and getting more involved. And I think that's really the the key is to <clears throat> to start young and and the important. I mean, people died for <clears throat> for women to be able to vote. There's people who die for people of color to be able to vote. And those are things that I don't think we should definitely, we shouldn't take for granted. Um, I think that it's a a right that we as U.S. citizens have regardless of our ethnic background. And if we're not using it, I think it's, it's a great disservice to our own selves. All right. Thank you. Very, uh, very, very well said. Very well thought out. Appreciate you uh, joining us. Thanks very much. Uh, let's go to Charles on line five. Charles, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, I, uh, I called up the White House. I was very proud of the president. I thought of different ways. I've been through um, uh, the human relations. I've uh, been in advertising. And you can always appeal to their... Uh, uh, not pride, but you know their their race or their uh, uh, thing on on on, on uh, what I would call de- uh, democratic uh, solidarity. Uh, we've had some big disappointments. Uh, Ronald Reagan was one of my biggest, and after that, it was just uh, you know a snowball coming down a hill. It got bigger and bigger, and I thought, well, maybe you know it'll go away. No. And when uh, the media was uh, deregulated in 1998, uh, 90%, 98% of it uh, went to the top. And we keep, I keep hearing these things, and they're not talking points. They really don't sound like talking points. They sound like post-hypnotic suggestions. They really do. They scare the public. They don't want to do anything. And if they admit that they're Democrats, that means that they're poor or ignorant or whatever, and that's not true. That's not true. And so people should come out. Uh, Minorities should come out. They have power when they do, as you can see with Obama. In my day, I'm 72. I couldn't vote till I was 21. I voted in 1962 for the first time. I voted Democratic, and I went went to Independence, then back to Democrat. Well, Charles, we are out of time, but I get get the gist of what you're saying and that you uh, support this. Appreciate the call. We are back. Welcome, welcome back only to Democracy in Talk Radio of four and by you, the people. Uh, Let's get back uh, to uh, Z phone calls, and uh, let's see. Michael in the Bronx is with us, and he is on line five. Michael. 
calculatedly, 100% thumbs up for President Obama on this one. And I think this is, I always saw um, a blog on Facebook, if this ought to have the Republicans shaken out of their boots. The thing is that, as you probably remember, there have been lots of reports in the past of Republican shenanigans in terms of disenfranchising the minority vote, the liberals, the other Democrats, um, blocking them, manipulating them, even um, using police officers to threaten people with arrest if they show up at voting polls. I think this kind of mandatory voting will make it a law that people do have not only have a civic duty and responsibility and legal obligation to vote, but nobody on God's green earth or in this nation can block somebody from voting. And anybody that pulls that kind of crap, they're going to have a lot to answer to. It's already a crime as it is, and I think President Obama is just laying it out on the open that no more games. No more BS, no more shenanigans, no more violating people's rights. And, you know, the thing is that people have a right to vote. They have now have an obligation to. They will go out and vote, and nobody is to block somebody from voting just to fix the outcome of the election. And those votes must count. Otherwise, you're going to have a lot of hell to pay on a federal level. Okay. Thank you, Michael. Uh, appreciate the uh, comments, and um, you know, I, I think the you know, I think the president was strong, but again, it is just a suggestion at the moment. Uh, uh, let's uh, go back uh, to the calls, and we go to uh, uh, let's see, we go to uh, Reggie in Georgia, line four. Reggie, how you doing, Leslie? How Good. You doing? Uh, well, about this mandatory voting thing, I don't think that's going to work. Because Why? Why wouldn't it work? Because I don't think you can force people to do something that, that they don't want to do or believe is against their will. That's to me, it's wrong. Be kind of enfo- hard, and it would be hard to enforce, right? Exactly. You can't enforce. You It'd be can't hard enforce. to enforce, especially. It's a good point. Hard to enforce, especially if you're not showing your identification. Or if you don't have any. You know, you can't enforce the entire world to do something they don't want to do or they believe is against their will, because there will be a revolt the likes of which this world has never ever seen or known ever before. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't want, you know, the, and mandatory voting sounds a bit tyrannical to me if you, if you ask me. And you know, they're, you know they're already attacking him for that. They're going to say that he's trying to be like a tyrant or a king or whatnot. You know which side I'm talking about that's going to, that's going to say these things if they haven't said them all themselves, if they haven't said these things yet themselves already, you know. You know, like Fox News Channel and and, and uh, Hate Talk Radio. I'm sure they've already said these things. You know, they're going to say that he's trying to be like a king or or a tyrant or something like that, which he's not. You know what I mean? Well, you know, we have presidents, not kings or tyrants. But you know, that's what they that's what they say because that's exactly what they think, and that's what the uh, listeners or fans swallow, or the audiences swallow rather. So. I don't think this uh, mandatory voting thing or system is going to work. Now, I'm not saying that he's going to Im- implement that or he's trying to implement that because, like you said, it's only a suggestion. And he was just speaking, shall we say, off the cuff at that moment yesterday at Cle- in Cleveland, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he does that sometimes, speaks off the cuff sometimes, like Joe Biden does. And uh, 
you know, like you like you said, it's only a suggestion. It's not implemented or executive orders, right? Just a suggestion. No executive yes, order, no legislation. Okay, Reggie, you bring up a good point. Reggie's not in favor of it. He says be hard to enforce. And again, if we're not showing ID, how would it be enforced? We have so many people, uh, over 100 tweets on this, so let's get to uh, some of them. Um, one guy says, one guy tweets, two th- uh, uh, C. Feynman's uh, tweets, 2008 and 2012 proved to be a disaster of mega proportions. I would suggest a more rational uh, approach. Um, uh, Douglas said, I believe that Bernie Sanders said that we should make it a holiday so that everyone uh, should vote. Uh, that is actually what a caller just said as well. Um, Sharon says, so who was going to enforce Obama's mandatory voting? The IRS or maybe martial law declared military escort? Uh, Shannon says that's easy. They would vote for the cool guy. That's how we got Obama. Um, uh, Tim says, educate oneself. We only have ourselves to blame for the government we have. But Tim, if you educate but you don't vote, what the hell good is it? Uh, Torser says, Saturday voting. And, um... Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Jiffy says, now you're talking best topic ever, mandatory voting. Yes, all our problems stem from our failure to participate. A crime. Vote. Uh, Mike says, pay attention. In 12th, grades, uh, in 12th grade in the government civics class, the taxpayer paid for the class. Uh, Mark says, more honest leaders, less dishonest politicians, more importantly, a neutral, unbiased media, just the ugly facts, please. Of course, you know, talking about why people don't vote or why more people don't vote, what stops people from voting. Uh, Lutheran Flash says, uh, the young, low-income, and minorities can already be heard and have the right to vote. Well, they have the right to vote, but it's difficult in some areas and some districts. Freedom Philly Treppy says, no to mandatory voting, yes to a national holiday. Okay, so we get a holiday to vote, but the voting not mandatory. Uh, Rocket says a high voter turnout is the Republicans' worst nightmare. Very true on that. Kingsley says we should elect the coolest black guy or the most oppressed woman for every elected office in America. Oh, aren't you cute? I don't think uh, Hillary's repressed, by the way. Bradley says it might help to ban the sale of panties with the word Tuesday written on them. Cute, cute, cute. Kitty cat, kitty cat says no one is forcing me to vote. Chris says our country has traditionally been a country of freedoms. Voting should never be mandatory. Rebecca says mandatory voting for real. It's a right, a liberty, not a law. Maybe some people say there ought to be a law. Um, Martin says midterm results were terrific. No, sweetheart, 36% out of 100 ain't terrific. That's almost a third. Dave says mandatory voting reeks of an agenda. What are lazy citizens more likely to vote Democrat? Voting is a privilege. John says, what's the penalty? Find the poor, prison, flogging, or would the police round you up and force you into the voting voting booth? Cute, cute, cute. Also asked in London, they're recommending that voting be at 16, not... Um, uh, Bradley says, do they know they can vote? Maybe they believe voting is only for multi-generational Americans and those with a decent wage. Mike says voters need better education. Lisa says, make Election Day a national holiday. There would only be one reason Congress would be against it, voter suppression. Uh, la, 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 la. Michael says, whatever harebrained thing Obama comes up with, is that what the libs talk about and immediately get behind? No, Michael. We like the topic. And being that, we had 100 people respond in five minutes on Twitter. So does our tw- our audience. 
Uh, national uh, um, holiday, Eddie says yes. Age 16, absolutely not. Let's take some more calls. Paul in Washington, line three. Paul, good afternoon. What do you think, yes or no? Well, um, I had to laugh when you said that the right-wingers will go out of their mind over mandatory because uh, earlier this week I heard your, uh, your buddy Lars Larson losing his mind that the state of Oregon is having automatic voter registration. When you turn 18 and you're a licensed driver, you automatically are registered. So he went on to explain how the whole thing is uh, completely legal and legitimate. <clears throat> so I didn't understand what his point was other than he, I guess it just bothered him. But the, the point of, of mandatory voting is that no federal law could compel the states to do such a thing because federal law can't do that under our system of federalism. But what federal law could do was offer either uh, carrot and stick, you know, for instance, an incentive. If, you, if your voter turnout is such uh, above a certain number, you get uh, a federal election bonus so that your state gets from the federal government. All right. We are out of time. I'm Leslie Marshall. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you to Chelsea and Andrew. Chelsea sitting in for Mark today. Andrew sitting in for himself. <laughs> How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it. Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive. Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love.